Born into the cruel and unforgiving world of Attack on Titan, Ronner Brown found himself in a nation that vehemently despised his race, and as a consequence lived in a marginalized zone designated for Eldians, known as the Inner Minute Zones. He was raised in an already broken home, left only with his mother to support him. His father abandoned the both of them for having procreated with an Eldian, fleeing immediately to avoid being severely punished for such a crime. In, mid in midst of his fragmented life, he, among other capable candidates, was offered the chance to atone for his sins of his ancestors and become a warrior, the ability to inherit the power of one of the nine great titan shifters, essentially surrendering your absolute autonomy to become a tool for destruction in return for the status of honorary Marleyan. This opportunity gives Eldians of Marley to truly consider themselves civilians of Marley. Rainier saw this chance to become the son his parents can be proud of, especially his father, and so that they are lifted up from the poor living conditions they were forced to endure as a result of their race. He can achieve this dream of his by becoming a hero that everyone will admire for his courage, loyalty, and commitment. Thus, he enrolled in the warrior program and faced travailing and acutely stressful trainings and missions that will test his resolve. This is the start to the journey of Rainier Brown and his fall into inconsolable misery and self-contempt. Reiner's resolve to become someone special and important for Marley is manifested in his personality. This is where we notice his first psychological disorder, histrionic personality disorder. This illness is keenly active in his younger years, although it is impaired and subdued by his great depression that overcomes him later in his life. His histrionic disorder is nonetheless a crucial and enduring characteristic of his overall personality. We witness the intensity of histrionic of his histrionic illness when he is with his comrades back in Marley, and Zeke announces to everyone that they will be launching an invasion on Paradise Island soon. Therefore, only six out of the seven candidates will be chosen for that mission. In an attempt to inspire the young ones, his, his message falls on arrogant ears. Porco is upset by Rainier's enthusiastic response, as it believes Rainier is the least qualified to inherit a titan. He remarks spitefully that he has no true skill that makes him a worthy choice, besides his unyielding loyalty to the Marlin rules and principles. Filled with rage, Rania responds by aggressively grabbing Porco's wrist and threatening Porco to lose his favorable position. Porco then unhesitantly strikes Rania to the ground with his fists, and this altercation dismisses the meeting among the candidates. At the core of histrionic personality disorder, affected individuals seek the approval of others their judgment and opinions to validate their existence. We see how Rainier is fundamentally driven to become a hero so that he receives approbation from his parents. When this system of processing the world is met with disapproval and discredit, individuals may try to compensate for lacking in certain qualities and act dramatically, though disingenuously, and shift their emotions rapidly in retaliation. We also see that Rainier has a low tolerance for frustration. He promptly objects to Proko's uh, perception of himself, because in that truth, there is no purpose for Rainier's existence. His whole meaning in his life now is to become a hero that everyone can be proud of. He is hypersensitive to criticism that exposes vulnerability and a potential future for failure. He sheets those characteristics through his exaggerated demonstrations of fidelity and passion for duty. One last important piece of information was the observation Porco made. 
The only value they see in you is your loyalty to Marley. He then mockingly imitates Reiner by saying, I'll slaughter all the island that was real good for you, sir. He is specifically jeering at Reiner's blind following to the Marlin Doctrine. Because of, Reiner's endeavor, because of Reiner's endeavor to become a hero, he is deceived easily and believes anything Marley instructs so long as it aligns with his goal of soon one day being admired by the nation, even at the cost of his own individual thoughts, which he surrenders willfully in exchange for gullibility that ensures his ranking in the nation. On their mission to invade Paradise Island and to slaughter the wicked Eldians, Reiner cost the team their captain, Marcel, who sacrificed himself for Reiner and got devoured by a titan that threatened the team's safety. After that, Annie, Bertolt, and Reiner were all left traumatized. Annie advised her comrades that they find and terminate the titan that now possesses one of the nine great titans' abilities, and return to Marley as they are no longer in proper shape to face battle without Marcel. Reiner, on the contrary, believes that they should stay, as it would harm his reputation and the possibility for an extreme penalty is high. Annie knows that Reiner is simply trying to protect himself from being punished and insists that they leave anyways. Reiner again probes the idea of staying because they are too not free from punishment. And this prompts Annie to pummel him to the ground mercilessly. She releases all of her frustrations and anger on him. As she turns around to leave, Reiner lunges at her, submitting her into a chokehold, where he musters her where he musters the strength to tell her, if you need Marcel, I'll be Marcel. This becomes the first intimation for Rainier's disassociative identity disorder that grows aggressively and malignantly throughout his stay at Paradise, shouting reality and his true identity. He will embody someone for the sake of completing the mission, even if it means forsaking himself, the death of Rainier Brown. Later into the story, after infiltrating their enemies' camps and being admitted into their military, while in one of the missions in the villages that was roaming with Titans because of Reiner's foolhardy and reckless decision to destroy the wall that protected the people from man-eating Titans. Incidentally, another characteristic of his histrionic disorder, Bertolt and Reiner shared with each other some sensitive information regarding their undercover mission. And Marcos, a fellow member of the Survey Corps, caught ear of what they said and was shocked to the core to hear that they were responsible for the wall's destruction and the massive number of ensuing deaths. As he tried to escape, Reiner caught him and pulled his arms behind his back tightly so that Annie can immobilize him by removing his ODM gear, a device which, always, which the Survey Corps uh, used to travel freely through the air. Once they finished, they left him on the roof of the building left at the mercy of a titan that snatched him and ate him alive. He cried desperately for help, but warriors stood there, appalled by what they were witnessing, overcome by regret, until Rainier suddenly shifts in his mood and acts differently, perplexed as to why Marco is being mauled by this titan. This instance is a clear example of his alternate personality, the one he formed as a soldier in Paradise Island in the Survey Corps. Take full control as the external source of stress is so overwhelming that it is too painful for Rainier to comprehend. He disassociates his conscious self from being the instigator in Marco's unfortunate death. He cannot come to accept his atrocious deed, so he separates himself and switches to an innocent and admirable eagle, the soldier, the one which everyone looked up to in the squad of the Survey Corps, concealing his true identity and despair. Furthermore, after a couple of months, 
Ranir Braun flagrantly confesses to Eren that he is the Armored Titan, and that Bertolt is the Colossal Titan, the Titan shifters who caused the chaos and havoc. Eren and Bertolt are in disbelief and awe. Bertolt is unnerved that Ranir would admit to being the perpetrator of the disaster alongside him. Eren refuses to believe what Ranir admits and tells him to stop joking around. Ranir then realizes that he has made a grave mistake. He is, in profound, he is in a profound state of bewilderment with his identity and thus his purpose. He mutters regretfully that he's been there for too long for his own good. He's abandoned his previous mission upon witnessing the pure innocence and goodness of the people on the island. He's been feigning to be a brave and righteous soldier for far too long that he's begun to forget the reason why he came. Ranir forbids himself from playing the good guy anymore. He exclaims that he doesn't know what is right or wrong anymore, but he will carry out his mission to the bitter end as a warrior. The tension between his two state of minds, the warrior and the soldier lesson, almost finding equilibrium in understanding in this moment as he comes to partially accept reality and wishes to adhere to one identity, the one where he is the hero in the eyes of Marley, because then he truly exists. He returns to his former self and carries out the mission by capturing Eren and escaping with Bertolt. Not too long after capturing Eren, they take cover on top of giant trees, and there's a sudden transition in Ranir's character once again. He casually remarks to Bertel that it's about time that they are promoted to captains of the squad. That as soldiers, they've worked really hard and deserve to be recognized for their sacrifices. Eren is absolutely baffled by his absurd demands, and tells him to snap out of it. Bertel looks down at Ranir, and reminds him that he is not a soldier, he is a warrior. As he says those final words, Ranir trembles in agony and is inundated by trepidation. Here the existence of two identities is illustrated comprehensively. Ranir suffers from the conflict that arises between the two identities, the Eldian soldier and the Marlian warrior. Especially after revealing the truth about destroying the wall, Ranir's regret is so overwhelming that he returns to playing the soldier so as to disassociate himself from what just happened. He continues to live in deep confusion and fight for of having a purpose and a mission in the story. In the final sections of the story, Ranir is noticeably more passive and sad. He is ultimately discontented with himself and his efforts. He failed the mission, abandoned Annie, and Bertolt is dead. Ranir sees no future for his life. Everything he fought for and strived for to be recognized as a hero, to make his mother proud, and to achieve the status of Marlian now feels meaningless because he has no one to share that achievement with, not even himself. His failures and bereavement are far too great that they cast a shadow over his triumphs. He loathes himself for betraying the camaraderie he established with the Survey Corps, and for having also briefly betrayed the will of Marley as he got sidetracked and engrossed into the character he played as a soldier. The anguish he experiences is so great that his feeling of hopelessness motivates him to attempt to commit suicide by sticking a rifle into his mouth and locking it in place, reflecting on his memories at Paradise Island, the only time where he was proud of himself and satisfied. Everything beyond those wholesome and comforting moments at the Survey Corps evokes too much misery and sorrow. This is an example of his major depression. He fails to end his life because he's reminded that he must be an example for the younger warrior candidates that follow, and one of them will, in time, inherit his title. So until then, he musters up the determination to continue living and leading a life that they can look up to. 
This moment is what gives Reiner final meaningful purpose to keep existing. He has to look after the young warriors and become the father figure he so dearly longed for. Now, as he comes to terms with reality and takes ownership of his wicked actions, the tempestuous mind of Reiner Brown almost eases into a tensionless state between his two identities. He no longer suffers from alternate personalities as intensely as before because he's not eluding his actions. He confronts them and takes accountability, accepting the harrowing truth of his choices. There is no longer a need for an alternate personality to shape him from the emotional consequences as he now endures them dutifully. <laughs>